Hi, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to a profitable, sustainable, but most importantly, enjoyable language education business. And why would you care to do that, to build a business like that? Because there's literally no other way. The language education market is in a bizarre state. Companies making millions in profit yet paying teachers peanuts. Native speakerism is still way too powerful. And finally, the students are bored of the same old formats and messaging telling them to speak like a native. I'm here to shake things up, to educate and motivate a community of teachers who have the courage to build businesses and teach the language on their own terms, both solo or in their own language schools, and have a positive impact on their students and the world. Because teachers are superheroes. Let's claim it today. Hello and welcome to another, well, not just another episode of Get Richer Teacher. It's episode 100. Oh my God, I literally cannot believe it. For once, I've stayed consistent with something and it's actually become literally one of my favorite things that I do in my business, but it, that I do in my life as well. Honestly, sitting here in just in my office, in my house, and just talking to people and then realizing that they have me in their ears, that they even find it useful is still absolutely mind-blowing. So I just wanted to thank you so much for being here. And if you're listening to episode 100, please, please, please uh, do message me and join me in celebrating this wonderful achievement. Um, but also the growth of a community, because even if you're not my client, you are probably getting some sort of value from it if you're still listening. So please do let me know, um, because I would like to get to know you. If you want to leave me a little present, I would absolutely love that. And it can be a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. It would definitely help my podcast grow and reach, what, episode 200, 300? God knows how many. Um, so once again, thank you so much. And today's topic is really an organic um, kind of topic, something that I genuinely have multiple conversations about with teachers, teachers who are so passionate about their work, but also so ethical and so genuine that they genuinely worry about it. So what we're talking about today is can you actually promise somebody results when learning, when teaching them a language. It's a multifaceted, it's a, it's a very complex matter, but hopefully after today you'll feel a little bit more confident in tackling it. I don't have all the answers, I'm not going to lie, but I wanted to share my perspective um, because I think it might be useful. It might give you more confidence in selling your things, but also in approaching um, your groups, your clients and everything that you do in your teaching career. So a lot of how did it all start? How did it how did the topic um, for this podcast come up? It started with a question that I've heard over and over again. Most recently in my rocket takeoff program, um, because some people in this, especially in this program, they for the first time came across the idea that we're not selling lessons anymore, we're not selling the language anymore, we're selling the results. 
And it very naturally kind of made them think, but how? Like, I'm, I can't be promising that somebody will be fluent in 10 weeks. I can't promise that somebody will be, um, I don't know, will know all the business English in, in, in 12 weeks. I can't really promise that they'll be confident or that they'll like, you know, speak up in meetings or whatever the promise, um, that we kind of want to use there is. Um, there are lots of objections and no wonder. And it all comes down to, I would say, at least two reasons. Number one is that as teachers, especially if you have any sort of history of working in language schools, working with course books, like very traditional way of teaching the language, you are not used to figuring out what the result for the person that you're teaching is, should be, um, is supposed to be, because it was never part of your work. Part of your work was only to prepare lessons at a certain level. Maybe sometimes they were a bit more specific, such as preparing for an exam, or if it was like, for example, language for specific purposes. I don't know if that's a thing in other languages other than um, English. Um, but then that, that could have been a little bit, made it a little bit more specific. But in most cases, all we're concerned with in our work is teaching. It's just kind of like lesson by lesson, bit by bit, showing people a little bit of language with this notion that, yeah, it's going to take a lot of time before they master the whole language. It's going to take a lot of time and hard work and dedication from them to start speaking confidently. But to be honest, nobody really understands and nobody really questions or thinks or reflects on the fact that people may not even need to become super confident. No, maybe not. <laughs> Sorry, that was stupid. But everybody wants to be confident, but not everybody wants to be fluent as in C1, C2. Not everybody wants to know the whole language in the world. Like, honestly, that's not people's goal. So if our only experience as teachers is with working with people and just generally helping them make progress, then no wonder that we feel a bit weird about suggesting that they could get a certain result within a certain time frame. I don't know if this is a light bulb moment for you now. I hope it is. But this, these are facts. Number two as well is the business side of things. We never had to promise anyone any results because there was no need. It's only when, I would say, um, the business kind of side of things um, started becoming more prominent um, that it, it became some sort of a, 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 a problem as well, even if it is a problem. But to be honest, I believe that it is the future, that, that helping people achieve very tangible results in language is the future, not only in teaching one-to-one -one classes, but especially in group language classes. Because people find it hard. People find it hard to okay, I should just join a course to improve my language. And while everybody sort of thinks that's a good idea, 
right? Right. Just like everybody sort of thinks I should get healthy, right? So they just buy more vegetables. But to be honest, without a proper strategy, without knowing what this specific person with their specific age, specific, uh, sometimes even gender, a specific um, stage of their life, what they need and what they want, it's very hard to see any results. And it's the same with language. If people just come to classes um, where the only goal, because basically that's, that's usually what it is in traditional classes, where the only goal is going from one level to another, I don't think that's enough. I don't think people are motivated. I don't think people, like, it's some, it seems like it's this, um, like, well-hidden, hidden secret, but I genuinely believe that it's just because nobody's ever come up with a better system. The system that we know is the CEFR scale of language proficiency that somebody came up with. I should have probably done my research to know who it was, but it's no longer relevant in all cases. Again, as always, I say not everything is black or white, so it's not like I'm demonizing CEFR, but when you combine the trends that we have now, the way people learn, how much time they've got, what, are, what their goals are in life, plus if you want to be successful and effective in your teaching and in your business, CEFR and traditional courses where people learn all the language just for the sake of learning all the language, is just becoming a little bit dated, to say the least. I think it's no longer relevant. So we've kind of dissected the first problem. We have a problem accepting that we're offering or promising a result because we're used to just teaching bits of language. And our only job is to kind of make it, help people make progress, right? The second thing is that it was never really needed to, until now, to look at language from a perspective of a specific skill within the language that people might want to achieve. Um, people not needing to learn the whole language because like, people are different. People have different lives. They're in different situations. Like, let them make their own informed choices. It's the same with every other discipline in the world. I, for example, I took up pole dancing uh, a year and a half ago. Do I want to or need to learn the whole of pole dancing and all the tricks to enjoy it and to reap the rewards and to see it as a beneficial thing for my mental health, for me as a person? Absolutely not. Do people who decide to change their lifestyle and start eating um, healthily, do they need to know everything about nutrition and study nutrition to be successful or, uh, you know, making their meals a little bit more healthy? Probably not. So why do we still make people believe that they need to learn the whole language to be good enough? To, like, I feel like it's not even a belief. It's like, again, there is no alternative. 
So if we take all of that into account, no wonder that we're afraid to use the alternative because the alternative is there. And some people are already realizing that. If you're in my world, if you've taken any of my courses, you know that that's what I teach. I help you sell courses. So I help you combine what's effective from the perspective of uh, a student, but also what's going to serve you as a person, as a professional, and just a human being with what the requirements of an effectively run business are. Um, so that kind of means that we need to be talking about the results. We need to be telling people, showing people what's possible. And here is where I enter the territory of why I don't think you should be afraid to promise those results. So this is um, also an answer to the question that so many people ask, and I hope it's going to be helpful to not only my clients, but if you've ever wondered whether you can promise something to someone, I'm going to tell you that it's not a promise. Um, Different people call it differently. Copywriters, for example, call it future pacing. Um, I call it a possible outcome. Okay. So what if you shifted the perspective from a promise? Because promi a promise is a big word. If you break a promise, you feel really bad. And I bet you wouldn't want to break a promise. So you wouldn't promise if you had even a hint of doubt whether you could keep it, right? So stop using the word promise. Start saying the word possible result. In your head, you don't have to say it to anybody. In your head. So we're not saying that a person that you're teaching, that you're offering your course to, that they will be fluent in 10 weeks or 12 weeks or whatever, because that's just scammy marketing. That's just like, oh, so sleazy and so icky. And I bet that you've seen those ads. So that's probably one of the... Um, one of the reasons why you feel icky about it. Because if you see an ad that says, jump from B2 to C2 in two and a half months, literally, that is a real life example, then you may think, oh my God, this is such BS, right? So no wonder that you are afraid to promise that. But again, do not think of it as a promise. Think of it as a possible result. And then when you are a good, loving, caring, professional teacher, just like you are, because you are, you totally are. Like, ask yourself now, are you a good, loving, professional, ethical teacher? Hopefully you said yes. Um, it's kind of implied that by saying, by the, by the end of the 12 weeks uh, of our work together, you will be more confident or you will da-da-da. These are not promises. These are possible results. And it's implied that this person will have to put in their own work to make it happen. And we can ensure that they know that it's their responsibility in a variety of ways. And I think that's key here. So you can do it on your sales pages. You can say, hey, but it, like this course won't work if you're not ready to put in the work. This course is not for everybody. If you don't have the time to put in the work, please don't bother. Like this kind of transparency creates better relationships between your, you and your potential clients as well. 
You can also say it in your contract. You can say it when people first sign up and get the first email when they sign up. That's what I've got. It says it in my contract. It says it on my platform in the first welcome lesson that people watch. It kind of, I tend to, in the one of the first interactions with, with my new clients, I shift the focus. So it's not about me giving them all the answers. It's not about me telling them everything they need to know, because I will when the time comes. It's shifting the focus from me to them. What are they going to do to become successful? And that makes it easier for you to, I don't want to say swallow the pill, but if it's still difficult, it might make it a little bit smoother. So remember, you're not promising. You are offering something that you've got a solution for, basically, because we're assuming that when a person comes to you with a certain problem or a certain desire in um, that is to do with language and their life, they want to achieve a certain goal, is because you know how to help. But helping isn't taking responsibility for their results. And that is the motto that I want you to understand. So I wanted to take you through this whole journey because I wanted to make you understand that your concern about promising or not promising results is valid. It's absolutely valid. But remember, your role is never ever to take responsibility for people's results. And again, it's going to be hard because the traditional old school, old fashioned way of teachers being trained to do their job, unfortunately, is all about teachers taking responsibility for people's results. Like, think of schools that advertise themselves by saying, our students get the best results thanks to our teachers. I find it such bullshit because, yes, while the teacher is a great um, like it's, it is a great supporter. Obviously, they contributed to that success and it's only comfortable when the success is being uh, highlighted. But what if those students don't get good results? Is it still the teacher's fault in that case? It's a very, very tricky situation. So I wouldn't actually put the pressure on the teacher to be responsible for anybody's result. Yes, the teacher might have techniques of support, of coaching, of like whatever there is in their um, arsenal, but they are not responsible. So I want you to try and internalize that because it's a, so much more of a healthy attitude to have, both when it comes to your teaching, your classroom practice, but also when it comes to your business. In my business, I struggle with it all the time. I feel responsible for my clients' results. And I, I sometimes even make very stupid decisions to um, like kind of improve the results. But then I realized people are just on their own timeline. People are just very different. And sometimes even if my approach with what I, if what I teach work, it just takes time or it might need like multiple types of input or things like that. So your role is to support someone where whatever that journey looks for them, but not to take responsibility for that result. 
So yes, promise or make it clear that the possible outcome, possible result for your potential client is by the end of 12 weeks, you'll be more confident, you'll be this, you'll be that, you'll be, be specific, but never think that it's your job to make it happen. All righty. I hope you've enjoyed that. Again, thank you so much for being here. Episode 100. Bloody hell. Isn't that incredible? And I hope that this will inspire you to think a little bit differently, to start experimenting with things that are are a little bit outside the norm, outside the box, such as maybe thinking about your courses as helping someone reach a very specific milestone or a goal. Again, people don't need to know the whole language. People need to use the language. Language that is just learned but not being used is useless. So find out what your people want and need the language for and help them achieve that. It's going to make it so much easier to sell your programs, to sell your one-to-one offers. And if you need help with that, as always, um, my programs are here. The Rocket Takeoff, the Rocket Accelerator. Um, The Rocket Takeoff is focused on uh, teachers in a little bit earlier stages of business. And the one-to-one offer is our core, is the core of it. In Rocket Accelerator, which is a um, group coaching program for six months, we're working on building your business with a group course at its core as a backbone of your business. So you're ready for scaling, for profitability, sustainability. And so you're serving your people the best you can, because that's another thing. It's not just about you and your business. It's also about how you're making impact on as many people as possible, because that's, that's the whole thing, isn't it? So thank you so much for listening. Um, let me know your thoughts and join me in celebrating 100 episodes of Get Richer Teacher. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You know what, teacher? I'm so proud of you. If you're listening to this, you are ready for a change. Whether it is to quit hustling for peanuts or working with other people who don't respect you, I know you've got it in you. And my podcast is here to help you do that weekly. To be reminded of new episodes, sign up to my newsletter. It's in the show notes. You'll also receive lots of tips, support, and special offers. I'm committed to supporting you also via my coaching programs and courses. You can work with me in my flagship programs, the Rocket Takeoff or the Rocket Accelerator. The Rocket Takeoff will take you off the one-to-one teaching hamster wheel to more peace and more well-paying students. The Rocket Accelerator will help you finally launch a group class that will be perfect for students that are a joy to work with and so you can leverage your time and do what you love while having space to breathe or read another self-development book. If you're a language school owner, I've got things on offer for you too. Simply go to my website, olakowalska.com, to check them out. Finally, please share this podcast with your teacher friends, rate it and subscribe. I'm your biggest cheerleader. See you next time.